Hi, Kevin. Got your letter in the mail, opened it up with my handy dandy letter opener, and read it. Thank you for even thinking of me. I hear you're considering going with someone besides Nando B. Movies for this script for Deadpool 3. Something about Nando V. Movies is too nice a guy to do something as scandalous and spicy as Deadpool? Well, I'd say <laughs> Kevin Smith's been doing it for a career, so don't count him out yet, but I don't want to waste my opportunity here. And just glancing over... Wait, Ryan, did you suggest me because you've got a character with a beard and I have a beard? Oh, okay. I took your notes thought it over and i think i've come up with a really great pitch for deadpool 3 let's start this off by saying i appreciate the kingsman touch you made it personal i love fox property so i'm gonna wear my kingsman ring for this and please get kingsman 3 greenlit put it on hulu put it on anywhere i don't care i need it and if anyone over at marvel is wondering if i'm the guy if i'm qualified these are my marvel movie marathon necklaces probably got a few more around the house and in the storage unit that i wasn't able to find but i made sure to come back to california every time there was a new avengers movie marathon because i saw the first avengers movie marathon there my first marvel movie marathon of all time in california and yes that does mean that for infinity war i bought a ticket for the original release date which was a week later than it got pushed up and i had to lose that ticket and i didn't get a refund and i had to buy a new ticket to see it on time at the El Capitan Theater. I got to see Maud Garrett there. She was really dope. That was a dope event. That's that one. Hope you understand that once it got to the 22 movie marathon, 60 hours, uh, I put my daughter first and brought her to school and then went and watched the movies outside of her time at school. But Oh, what? Uh, I should take this off because it's clattering and it'll, it'll ruin the sound. All right. You are the filmmaker. And if you like it, I got a clerk's hat on to commemorate Kevin Smith's inclusion in your wonderful cinematic universe. Don't have a Mallrats hat on. Unfortunately, I do have a movies hat. But this seemed more appropriate for the professional setting that we're in. Yes? So first, let me start off with saying that I don't think you really need to placate fans who are worried that Wolverine's inclusion in Deadpool 3 somehow sours the end that was given to Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in Logan because I agree with Dan Merle's take on it. But in thinking about how to do this pitch, it actually occurred to me there's a way to satiate that fear and honor the original idea for this Deadpool movie, which would be a road trip between Deadpool and Wolverine. So here we go. So as the Deadpool 3 logo, I assume with a nice big slash in it, like you've been doing with the marketing materials fades, we see Deadpool getting up to some shenanigans around the X-Mansion. And then, bit by bit, people start disappearing. Colossus, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, her girlfriend, Ding Dong, Blind Al is there. Something's going on. People are disappearing. <clears throat> from behind Deadpool in the X-Mansion, somebody coughs and they both turn to them. And it's the Watcher, Jeffrey Wright, in all his glory. What is he going to look like in a live action movie? Boom, we keep him animated. We take a page from Spider-Verse because this is a Deadpool movie and we can break the rules. And it's Jeffrey Wright, the Watcher, from What If, in all his animated glory. And he's come there with a message for Deadpool. All the meddling in the MCU with the multiverse 
is having adverse effects and the universes that Deadpool has been connected to are being eaten by the multiverse. They are dying and it is the most painful thing possible. But the watcher knows that Deadpool and his crew are crucial to the future of all existence. So he's been coming and picking people out of existence. Colossus, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, her girlfriend, the other gentleman, I'm really bad with names, and the only two people left of their crew are Blind Al and Deadpool. And there's a joke, it's like, who the heck are you? And she's like, honey, even I can see this is the Watcher. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) That's for my buddy Holly. (laughs) Um... And Deadpool's like, whoa, no, I got friends. I got family. Well, maybe not family, but I got a few other people I like. And he's like, Deadpool, there is no choice. I'm already risking all of reality just getting your team out of here. But if you, I, I don't take this risk, reality is doomed forever. And if you stay, I can't make you come. But if you stay, this multiversal event will not only break you down and kill you from the outside in and make it the most painful experience you've ever had, but how this really works is it goes back in time. And as from the past to the future, it kills you every second through your existence. The only issue is you, especially with your healing factor, you might actually survive and stay in an endless vacuum of just death where the whole multiverse is trying to snuff you out and your healing factor is keeping you alive do you want that to be the rest of your existence (laughs) come with me if you want to live (laughs) and then have deadpool look to camera i wrote that line (laughs) and he looks to blind al and tells her to go and she does it's like see you soon sugar does that is that what she says? I don't know. I've only seen the Deadpool movies. I'm really not as knowledgeable as Nando V movies about the comics, which is why I think it's such an honor to even get this chance. But she disappears. He gives her a nod and he goes to reach for the Watcher's hand. And just as they get close to touching hands and him disappearing from the X-Men universe forever, the Fox X-Men universe forever, he pulls back. He's like, wait, what about Logan? What about X-23? I can't save them. And that stops him. He would have been brought into the MCU. Bing, bang, boom, done. But Deadpool can't. He can't just let them be torn apart for all of reality again and again for the rest of time. What if I kill them first? It could be possible. Wolverines have died in this universe before. So that's the pitch. And I actually got this idea by seeing someone say what most people would say. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. No, Deadpool kills the Fox X-Men Universe. And it's not some shit on them. Bye! He is doing this for his friends and everyone he's loved along the way. And now it's a road trip movie through the X-Men films. Imagine it. Not only are a lot of the actors still working today, but we can road trip now through the Fox X-Men films. And if you want, broaden it to the Fantastic Four, because that'd be pretty dope too. But imagine even just 
the Fox X-Men continuity. We could start in X1. Imagine a scene where Deadpool lands on the top of the Statue of Liberty and kills Sabretooth and says, Hey, he's sorry you two fell off. That actor, he's still working. I saw him playing with fire. Not a great film. Give him this film. Let him let him have that. Uh, or sorry, he recast you. Something like that. And this is how we get Wolverine in it. Because every time he's in fucking every X-Men film nearly. <laughs> and his consciousness can travel through time as established in X-Men Days of Future Past. A movie that people think is way better than it is. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for that one. But there on the Statue of Liberty, he can't kill Wolverine. He would like to try to help his friend, but he doesn't know how to yet. That's going to be the ticking clock. Not only is there a ticking clock of him being able to get out of this universe before it's too dangerous for the Watcher to even take the risk, but if he doesn't figure out a way to kill Wolverine before he is taken out or the universe starts tearing them apart, then they are both locked in that existence forever. It will be a nightmare. But X1, that's one example, and we can broaden these out, of course, but I'm just going to quickly go through all the films to give you all the ideas, all the possibilities that this movie can bring. In X2, we can go and kill Scott and say, buddy, this is a better end than you got. They were going to write you out of the movie anyway. X-Men The Last Stand, he's killing Angel. And then we can pull out and spoof the actual commentary track between Deadpool and The Watcher and... <laughs> there's this stupid moment in the commentary track. Yeah, that's how much I've been watching these films and how deeply stupid moment in the commentary track where someone else uh, who worked on the film was talking to the director who I'm not going to name here and was like, you know what? I wish we got like a scene in the middle of the movie or something so we could see what Angel was up to between him jumping out of the window at the beginning of the movie and then randomly coming in to save somebody at the end. And he just goes, what do you mean? Why? And I was so deep into it that I'd already read the, <laughs> the novelization paperback. And there was an extra scene added in the middle of it by that writer or maybe the screenwriter. And the director just wrote it out like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but spoof that. Make fun of the director. He's so... How the fuck are you a successful director and you don't understand why someone would want to touch base with the character who's supposed to have a penultimate moment in the finale? The end game is different because fucking 22 movies before that, obviously, but <laughs> spoof that. Then we can go into X-Men origins Wolverine. <laughs> and now as we, we've been going through like Wolverine starting getting more and more conscious. And now this is the one where he's fully conscious. Like, Hey buddy, trust me. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> Skip out of X-Men Origins Wolverine. X-Men First Class. I know the scene. It's when uh, Shaw came into the compound and Azazel took the really nice guy who recruited everyone and dropped him from the moon. Remember that part? And then uh, Shaw starts being really racist and sexist or like pining on those, those, those open wounds uh, when he talks about slavery and looks at Darwin and things of that nature. All right. So this is, this is my pitch for that. Uh, Deadpool comes in, actually catch Deadpool and Logan come in together, catch the guy who's falling from a fall, uh, high height and save his life. So like, you deserve so much better. It's a lot like Pete, I believe in Deadpool two, right? That guy, that, and then Deadpool can walk up to Shaw during his speech and be like, Oh yeah, you're really racist. Aren't you? It's like, yeah. So, 
<laughs> and then slice cut his head off uh somehow i don't know figure it out then cut see a set and just have deadpool take one of his katanas and give it to matthew vaughn because i fucking love matthew vaughn <laughs> be like my liege and then uh you know i don't know wolverine can like grab him and be like he's probably gonna need that later <laughs> so we don't have to figure out how to bring it back but then the wolverine and honestly i just want to make fun of the silver samurai any way you can do that uh maybe bring dude aronofsky in the <gasps> give darren aronofsky a chance to show what his his third act would be do a set like that oh my god that'd be dope anyway then we go to days of future past man that movie is so mediocre i i, I guess i would have wolverine show up in the scene in paris when uh, magneto tries to start killing mystique and just have deadpool be like why are you trying to kill her you knew him for like two seconds she's like one of your oldest friends well, this doesn't even make sense what but defender turn on them <laughs> just talk about that because <laughs> honestly that doesn't make any fucking sense it was so, so stupid scene <sighs> deadpool i honestly don't know how we can touch back on those so we might just need to skip the deadpool movies because it deadpool is being saved but then we go to x-men apocalypse you can have him killing apocalypse you know what i i'm having a feeling that i just shouldn't kill it. i don't know why it's that and then just have moon knight walk on and be like oh don't don't worry about it, mate one of the versions, maybe the version. Oh, geez, that is a horrible accent. Just have him like absorb <laughs> Apocalypse and then walk back out. Nice meta moment. And then have Deadpool turn to fucking Quicksilver and be like, Quicksilver, got anything to say? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. And then he tells Magneto that he's his father and they can stay together and then, and you know you have these moments we're not just skipping through these at like 30 seconds a piece we have this moment you could have them uh, come together and just have deadpool next to uh, wolverine in his get up for apocalypse walking on and he's like oh you really did good it's like yeah feels nice to bring a father and son together okay <laughs> we imply that he's gonna have to kill them we keep moving on and then you know for logan this is this is the big part for me truly where i want to go is xavier's getting tucked in by wolverine god I, i'm why am i feeling this and i want a few things to happen i want as was it X12? I don't know. X24? Where the the Logan clone. As the Logan clone is walking up the stairs, I want Deadpool to come out of Xavier's room and then come down the stairs and give him a hug. And I want him to be like, Hey, I know you're not my Logan, but I know you've got to be in there somewhere. Come on, buddy. And then... We get a Spider-Man No Way Home moment of Green Goblin stabbing Tobey Maguire's Peter and X-24 stabbed Deadpool. And he's like, oh, never mind. Go fuck yourself. And he limps up the stairs and goes around to Xavier. And I want Deadpool to distract Xavier so that Xavier doesn't feel spent his last moments feeling betrayed and thinking that Logan killed him. 
So I want him to get up next to the bed and be like, hey, old man. I don't know if you remember me. But you helped me in a time when I really needed it. It doesn't matter that there wasn't some scene. We can add a flashback scene if we need to make this moment. But just something emotional. It doesn't even need to be that. But he's like, hey, look here. I love you. Thank you. Xavier dies again. And then we get a Deadpool joke of him petting Patrick's head, Patrick Stewart's head, and saying, the bad witch can't hurt you. And goes off, and we see him watching Wolverine kill X-24. So he's he's taking notes. Then uh, Dark Phoenix, I don't know, um, give them the opportunity to show the original ending that was scrapped because it conflicted with Captain Marvel. Uh, something. Oh, oh, but through all this, anytime we have a Mystique, who's played by Jennifer Lawrence, have Deadpool kill her first. <laughs> Be like, oh, all right, thank you. And then every time it's like, Oh, man, your contract says that you had to come back. I'm I'm sorry, like a Disney contract, and make it a running joke that she keeps getting killed since she so desperately wanted to be killed off in Dark Phoenix. Totally get it, Jennifer Lawrence. This can be a <laughs> this can be a really funny end to yours. And I I didn't see New Mutants, so you'd have to come up with something for that. Maybe. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, I just thought it would be pretty funny if you just like took a DVD and just like threw it on the fire. It would be so fucking meta and perfect if you <laughs> replaced the New Mutants with Batgirl. Like destroy New Mutants forever and just be like, oh yeah, we got Batgirl coming. You could even probably say Batgirl. Just have the actress there and be like, high five. Oh, uh, you better talk to the Watcher, otherwise you're going to die a horrible, painful death. <laughs> and then we get to the finale, the, the climax, the third act, and Deadpool's been learning, he's ready, he's taken things along the way to help him kill Wolverine in X-23. And we see the horizon start to get ripped apart as the multiverse has been catching up. It's been catching up this whole time, but as it's catching up, we see it ripping apart as he tries then to kill them. And it's, it's this hilarious, but also really fucked up, but also really heartbreaking amount of time. And it, it, it goes for a while, as long as you can stretch it without a feeling like it's overstated. It's welcome. Like he's desperately trying to kill them and they understand that. But since he's failing, they're now trying to stop him. And the Watcher is watching. And Deadpool is just getting so much more heartbroken and angry at the Watcher for making him do this to save them. And then we get to the end. And the Watcher does them a mercy and takes X-23. Says, I don't know if I can bring you now, Deadpool. It's like, that's fine. But he tries his best to kill Wolverine and... He fails using traditional means and he's broken and he drops to his knees at Wolverine's feet, at Hugh Jackman's feet. And Wolverine sits down and it's it's this powerful fucking moment like the Robert Downey Jr. moment in Tropic Thunder. I'm not even kidding. He's like, bud, I'm going to miss the hell out of you. 
It's like, you're not kicking me through that wormhole or whatever. I'm going to take you with me if you try. He's like, no, it's my time. Now that I've been around you for so long, I've learned how to think outside the box. You live in a world where you get to bend and break the rules. You can think outside the box and come up with creative solutions. You have a level of leeway in the multiverse that I don't. When I'm around you, I think it rubs off a little. So I've known for a bit how to die. I just knew I'd miss the hell out of you. And he starts ripping off his adhesive mutton chops. And taking off the fake claws. I don't know why I didn't mention that he's had the yellow suit from the alternate version of the Wolverine this entire time, but he has. He starts taking it off. And his accent starts changing. Nope, that's a British accent. That's a shitty British accent. (laughs) And he goes to be Hugh Jackman. And the horizon has come, and now the floor below them has disappeared. They're in an endless space of white, and we can see the atoms start to fade off them and be replaced and ripped and replaced, less so for Hugh Jackman. But now we get the portal behind and the ending of this movie is truly a lot like this. And (laughs) the last thing that Logan says to Deadpool is go forth and make a buttload of cash and their hands separate and Wolverine starts Going into the into the sky, into another wormhole above there. Something the Watcher put there as a kindness. So, as we see Hugh Jackman rise to this heavenly wormhole and turn away, we hear a familiar voice say, Ah, the Wolverine and Stanley. And all the Fox X-Men films have been given an afterlife with Stan Lee. And Deadpool steps through the wormhole with the Watcher. And that's the end of the movie. Oh, and the opening of the movie before the opening logo is a sex scene between Wolverine and Deadpool. And they're... Mm-mm. It's just... And at the end, when he's... When he's humping and they're both about to climax, his fingers just start going up. Deadpool, fine. And then as they're close, he goes, right through Deadpool's head. And then we cut out to see the film wrapping up and Hugh Jackman goes over to Deadpool. It's Deadpool. It's not Ryan Reynolds. It's Deadpool. And he's like, all right, cool. Where's this going in the film? He's like, oh, no, that was just for my personal collection. And he prances off. And then Ryan Reynolds comes on. He's like, all right, cool. We ready to start filming? Logo. Oh, you You want to hear Nando V movies pitch before you make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I get it. I get it. Um, well, you know, you know where I am. Okay. It was, it was great. Like and subscribe.
And if you were wondering why, like, Deadpool is going through all the movies in release date order instead of chronological order, it's because his universe works as release date order because it's Deadpool. Everyone else works chronological, but he exists in that universe, in that multiverse or his little pocket as someone who travels through the release dates. So that's why we get Logan before uh, the last two Dark Phoenix, which is technically before it, and the New Mutants. And we can have him come back in both of those movies, Logan that is, because he's existed there. He's alive. So really, Deadpool needs to kill Wolverine. He can't just go through chronologically and wait until the end of Logan and then be like, all right, get me out of here. Mm -hmm. 